This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I was talking to my dad about it, too, because we watched the game together, and I was just saying, do you remember, like, the 2014 game the Packers and Jets played at Lambeau, and they were down, like, 21-0 to at the half, and Rodgers led a comeback? And obviously, 2014 is... Eight years removed from the season, different head coach, different players. Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb saved the day then. So it's it's different. But yeah, I mean, 21 points down at half, you were like, whatever. We saw him do it against the Bears a couple of years ago. Like, it's- yeah. Look, I was at the game four years ago at MetLife where the Packers mm-hmm. won in overtime to Devonta Adams walk off. That game did not matter. That game simply did not matter. The Packers were not going to the, to the playoffs. Joe Philbin was in as interim head coach. And everyone said, why is Rodgers playing? This is ridiculous. He, sh- he could get hurt. And he went out there and he fought for his team. He fought for that win. Even when fans were like, just tank for the draft pick. And they that team had heart. That team mm-hmm. played a bad Jets team. They were an average team at best that season. And they went out there and they said, hell no. We're going to win this game because we are the Green Bay effing Packers. And even though we're away and even though this doesn't matter – we're going to play our asses off and get this win in overtime. And they did. And like, that is what I keep thinking about is that it's the energy. It's the opposite, the season. And this season matters. This game matters. They, their window supposedly going into the season was still open to do something with, right. They extended Rogers. They paid him for a reason and it just didn't, it didn't feel the same. It didn't feel the same at all. Yeah, and I mean, we knew we were going to deal with this every year until he does end up retiring anyway. But the fact that, you know, the the national media is all about Rodgers, like, being pretty convinced that he's going to retire at the end of the season. Like, is this what you want? Like, to, to fizzle out to the point where you get to the playoffs in the NFC Championship game, you run it back a couple years, and then you're like, all right, well, glad I came back for one year and we went eight and nine or nine and eight or, you know, just barely wild card exit. Don't even have a home playoff game. And things fizzle. And I know that there's a lot of like nobody has the Cinderella story anymore. Very few quarterbacks get the the Manning treatment or the Elway treatment, but it's just frustrating. I understand that he's always been kind of a quiet leader. Like he's not a rah-rah guy. Rogers has never been a rah-rah guy. He's not the Brett Favre throw you over his shoulder and run with you kind of kind of leader. But there's so many leaders on the team, like Mercedes Lewis and 
it felt like last season everyone was like we got to get these guys a ring we got to get these guys a ring and that was like the talk of the locker room was guys like big dog guys like david bakhtiari guys like randall cobb like we play for them gotta get them a ring this season it just feels like yeah we know who we are and we're still waiting to put that on tape for other people to see yeah well well, you're going into week seven so (laughs) what are you playing for i guess that's what i would ask like it's kind of a bit of a rhetorical question because obviously the answer is everyone's playing for a Super Bowl, but like truly, what is this team playing for right now? Because it's not looking like you are actually playing for anything. And I, I do want to give some credit to the defense because because yeah. you know there's so much to talk about on offense. But I mean, we've we've mentioned it, and that the defense played great in the first half. Barry actually, like you said, came out and made adjustments. You saw Ja follow their number one. You saw Ja play in the slot. You saw Rashawn Gary wrecking up front. Jets don't have a very good offensive line. You know, you you saw the things that everyone's been asking Joe Barry to do until a little bit at the end. But at the same time, what do you expect from them? And I actually don't want to make the argument that they were gassed because to be quite honest with you, they weren't, they only played mm-hmm. like 60 snaps. I think something like that. So that wasn't the problem. I think the problem is just, how are you supposed to keep playing when your offense can't get anything right. done? Um, and I said it like Lambo was getting loud when they were on defense. I mean, people were standing, people were cheering. I don't know if you could hear it on the broadcast, but it really did feel like the fans were trying um, and we're doing everything that this team has asked for. There was no wave. There was no wave, not a single <laughs> wave, right? Like, and in the fourth quarter, it's just like, we can't even cheer when the defense is on the field anymore because what's going to happen? Yeah. And I mean, it's it's tough because for talking about third down efficiency, the, the Packers gave up one third down. The Jets yeah. were able to convert one of 11. And they're still, the Green Bay defense is still number one in the league in third down defense. But Personally, that just means that they're converting on first and second, which is not good. Fair. I But I mean, if you look at the way that they performed in the first half, no. Yeah. So, I mean, like I get, I get the argument 100%, but it just, it's, how do you write the ship? You know, like, I think that's the problem is, and then up until now it was like, Hey, at least we got Pat O'Donnell and he's going to pin them inside their own 10. And then the dam breaks. For, that's just that's what this game felt like. It felt like the dam just continuously breaking, and then the defense would like put a couple sticks in there, and then the dam would break again. And then you know the offense had the Lazard touchdown, and it's like, all right, a couple sticks are back, and then another dam. Like they keep saying, we haven't played a complete game, and I don't know when they will, and I don't know how they will, and I don't know what the answer is. Like, is the answer to go beat up a really bad Commanders team? Because if they don't win by two scores, then the questions are more like wow, are the Packers that bad that they're, you know, going head yeah. to head with it? You know, like... It... But those are valid questions, I think, at yeah. this point, to be quite honest with you, because the only team that they beat up are the Bears, and the Bears might be the worst team in the league. So, yeah, I just think... Uh, you've heard this a lot around the league, and I do want to point out that Packers look bad. There are a lot of other supposed NFC contenders going into the season that also look bad, right? The the Bucks lost they're having their own issues. The Rams are having their own issues. So this isn't like a solely Packers thing. I know this is a Packers show, but I do feel like mm-hmm. perspective is important. We care only about the Packers being good, but 
perspective, like things are shifting in the league right now, but there was a lot of talk, my point being, of like having to look in the mirror, mm-hmm. right? You heard it from Todd Bowles. You heard it from Tom Brady. You've heard it like all over the league. And I just think the Packers need to do some soul searching. Like Rogers talked about like the words that they use in manifestation. He got a lot of like people were making fun of him on Twitter for it, but I actually like very much agree with him. I think your attitude and the way you talk about yourself and what energy you put out there and what energy has been put out in the locker room really, really, really matters. Like maybe this team needs to do like a bonding retreat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like maybe Matt LaFleur has to like take these guys and go remind them that they're a brotherhood and that they play for each other and that like, right, like they need something. They need some juice because they have to go into Washington and they have to demolish this team. Like there just has to be some kind of momentum swing. Maybe demolish is the wrong word, but but beat them. Show them, show the league, show themselves, show themselves that they're a better team than this horrible Washington team. Yeah, I'm glad you did mention that, though, because I I wanted to do the same thing and just say, like, both Super Bowl teams from last season are 3-3. Three and three. The Cardinals are 2-4. and four. Like, you know, I mean, the, the Vikings Ravens are... lost to the Giants. Yeah, the, the Giants are a positive surprise. The Jets are a positive surprise. Bucks not playing as well. San Francisco 49ers, we, you know, had as contender. They're three and three. Vikings are a, a surprise to be five and one right now, which, yes, I agree with the face. It's not pleasant. Gross. But yeah, but I mean, there it's anybody's season. You know, we've still got 11 games to play. The Packers, and, you know, I say this, you know, kind of facetiously, could still go. 14 and three, like, you know, they're you're three and three right now. We saw them run the table a couple of years ago when they said like, Hey, we believe in ourselves. We really think we can run the table and get into the playoffs. And then they did. So it's like, you know, I know Rogers doesn't say like relax and he doesn't have like these quotes anymore, but remember when Matt LaFleur would come out and say like all gas, no break. And like, there were like these mantras that the team could get behind. There's no mantra this year. There's nothing like the only, <laughs> the only mantra we have is, it's not good enough. And that's that can't be your that can't be a rallying cry. You yeah. can't say it's not good enough and then go win a football game. This is the first time, I think, in a long time that I don't know what exactly I would suggest for this Packers team. Because at the end of the McCarthy era, it you can debate the way they did it, right? But it was time. It, w- it was time for a change. It was clear it wasn't working. And they brought LaFleur in. And ever since then, it feels like every season has been building, like building towards something, right? Like 2019 was like, okay, we're back. We're back in it. Rodgers is still Rodgers. And 2020 and 2021 were, we can do this. Should have. Yeah. Should have been the year. Should should have, for sure. Is a tough league to win in. Mm-hmm. But it felt like they were building towards something. And then this season comes and it's like, wait, <laughs> No, no, no. Don't slide. 
We're not sliding back down the mountain. Like we have to keep climbing. Yeah. And I think that's what's what's tough too is I'm not concerned about Matt LaFleur. I, I'm not calling for his head. I think he Me is going to be in Green Bay long after Aaron Rodgers retires. Like, I think whether it's Jordan Love, whoever the quarterback is, like, it'll be fun to see a quarterback not named Aaron Rodgers in Matt LaFleur's scheme. Like, those kinds of things excite me about the future. And I'm not trying to look past the season, but I just mean, like, when we talk about what this scheme can be and how you operate and run the scheme, seeing a quarterback that is, like, true to the LaFleur scheme is going to be really fun. But yeah. that's a conversation for the offseason. Um, it's just it, it just goes back to the adversity. We talked about it at the top of the show. We've talked about it for the entire season. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers had said, like, with this idea of simplifying, it's the same thing that happened to them every season so far is they get too big and they need to simplify. And I don't know if he's taking shots at the scheme specifically or, you know, they, they were critiquing all the motion use yeah. today online. Like, whatever it is. I don't know if he's I, – I think him and Matt have too good of a relationship for him to be openly critiquing him is my take. I I agree, like, to an extent. Just if if their idea is to simplify, if, if that's what you want and you say it's the same critique for every season – then why isn't it getting done? Like, I understand that Rodgers can't overrule the head coach, but is it like a communication thing? Something needs to happen where you you just said that it's been an issue for the last three seasons. How is it still an issue going into the fourth season then if your critique is still every time you lose to say, we need to simplify, we're trying to do too much? Then stop. Stop trying to do too much every time you get down a score. Like, that's, I don't know. It's It's like you said, it's the definition of insanity. Yeah. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 